Hey, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast with me, Rob Kosberg. Every week, I interview thought leaders and experts who have used a book to grow their income and their impact. So tune in weekly for these interviews so you can learn how to use your own best-selling book and go from hunting for clients and opportunities to instead being the hunted. Today is all about how to maintain your focus and be more productive than ever. For most of us, we've been working at home for months now. And maybe you've been used to that, maybe you've been doing that a long time, I generally have not. Uh, I have always had an office outside of my home office, and yet right now, uh, I've not been to it. I've not been to it in several months uh, because I'm in Los Angeles and and my base is there. My office has been closed since uh, sometime around mid-March, and uh, we haven't been able to, to go to it. And if you're anything like me, then you find there's a lot more to distract you around your home office, especially if you've not been used to working out of a home office. So this is an opportunity for you to maybe get a new tip or trick or at least hear about my own woes and problems and challenges and uh, be encouraged yourself because you're not the only one that's had a hard time maintaining your focus. Seth Godin said, you don't need a new plan for next year you need a new commitment. And if I may, I would actually add to what Seth said. And I would say, not only do you need a new commitment, but you need to maintain that commitment, maintain your focus, and you need to be productive. That is how you accomplish the goals that you set out to accomplish. And so I wanna give you 12 things today that you can do to maintain your focus and be more productive than ever. Some of these things are very simple. And some of them don't require a whole bunch of explanations. So I'm not going to go into a whole bunch. Some of them, I will go into a little bit more explanation. Number one, number one thing that you can do to maintain your focus and be more productive than ever is right out of the gate, win the battle with your alarm clock. My youngest son was in town for 10 days from California. I'm in Florida in my home in St. Augustine. And and he was talking to me about feeling like he doesn't have a lot of drive, which, um, which I explained to him, no, he does. And even the fact that he would feel that he doesn't have drive uh, really shows that he does. And hopefully he won't be embarrassed or mad at me that I'm actually sharing this example, even though I didn't give you his name. <laughs> so what I, what I shared with him is if you feel that you're not accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish, it's not necessarily that you're not a driven person. He is a driven person. I am a driven person you are a driven person as well. Oftentimes what it is, is that element of discipline that you need to grow in your life hasn't grown or, or that muscle has atrophied for one reason or another. And so the very first thing that you need to make sure that you do is win that battle with your alarm clock. Now this is super 101, but You know, I've learned and disciplined myself to wake up early for a long, long, long time. But let me tell you something. Recently, I've been having challenges in this area as well. And I know immediately, I'm used to getting up between 5.15 and 5.30 every morning. And if for some reason I have a late night and I sleep in until 6 or 6.15, which may not sound like very late for many of you, but if I do that, I am... I am totally off my game for the day. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I am. I'm I'm a little bit of an OCD person. 
And so like I have my morning regimented. I'm going to share with you about a morning routine. That's number two in just a moment. But if, if I'm off right out of the gate, then oftentimes it takes me all day. And sometimes I may never get back on track like I want to. So number one, right out of the gate, strengthen that discipline muscle that may have atrophied because of all that's going on in life, in the world, working out of your home, et cetera. Strengthen that and win the battle with your alarm clock. That's number one. Number two, have a strong morning routine. Have a strong morning routine. I have heard all my life that some people are morning people, some people are evening people, and I will give you that. Let's say that you are more of an evening person than a morning person. Understand. But you know what? You still have to have a great morning routine to set your day up for success. For me, my morning routine centers around a number of different things. Some of them I'm actually going to share with you as specifics. But I have, as I shared a moment ago, I have a pretty regimented morning. So by the time, if I'm waking up, you know, let's say the usual time, 5.15 to 5.30, by the time 8.30 rolls around, which is the time I'm getting out of the shower, I normally go in the shower around 8, 8.15, I'm out of the shower, and I'm done getting dressed and ready for the day by about 8.30, I have accomplished more in that three-hour period than I did 20 years ago or 30 years ago. I mean, and, and, and more than many people have accomplished in their life because I've, I've read, I've I've exercised my body, I've exercised my mind, I've gotten myself at peace. That kind of strong routine doesn't mean that you're positively going to be successful for the day, but let me tell you, it sets you up for success. So have a strong morning routine. Whether you're a morning person or an evening person, have a great routine in the morning so that you can be energized throughout the entire day. Number three, as part of my morning routine, one of the things that I focus on is meditation and prayer. Now, you can decide how spiritual you wish to be. When I talk about meditation, it doesn't have to be a quote-unquote spiritual act. It can be an act of calming yourself. It can be an act of, you know, getting your priorities in line, etc. For me, it is much more of a spiritual focus. You know, there's, there's a lot going on in the world. And in fact, there's always a lot going on in the world. And there may be a lot going on in your own world. Sick loved ones, difficult times, maybe children that are going through problems, maybe relationship issues, maybe financial issues. These are things that cycle in and out of our life on a continual basis. And if you don't have something strong, an anchor to hold on to, for me, meditation prayer becomes an anchor for me. It calms me. It, it centers me. It, it gives me a rock, a foundation. And so there, there may be a whirlwind of activity rolling around me. But you know what? I need to be calm inside. I need to be focused inside. I need to maintain my stress levels. So right out of the gate, make sure that you have something that, whether it's meditation for kind of your own mind, well-being, or prayer, if there's a spiritual focus associated with it and you're a spiritual person, that will help you to maintain great focus and productivity later in the day because you won't have a, a storm going on inside of you. That's number three. Number four, practical, but set up your workspace. You know, some people I, I've read, I've read articles, I've, 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 I've seen the argument for how really smart people have a really cluttered workspace. 
I understand that. I know that you could probably argue either side of that, but I know for me, and maybe it's just the way that I'm made, but I know for me, and I know for most people, if the workplace is disorganized and you don't know where things are, or you don't feel like it's a pleasant place to go to, then guess what? You're not going to be very productive. You're not going to be very focused there. So something simple to do, even as soon as you watch this, or, or if you're watching this as a recording, you can shut it off. Hey, clean up your workspace. It might only take 15 minutes, but it will free your mind to be focused and productive. By the way, I watched Matrix uh, just the other day with my son. And so, you know, you may hear some Matrix references like free your mind uh, coming and going throughout all of this. Uh, that was number four. Number five. I think you're going to like this. This really helps you maintain focus and be productive. Set big goals in your life and revisit those goals every day. Set big goals and revisit them daily. You know what inspires me? I get inspired by having like a big vision and by having like a big goal. And when I don't, I do feel this sense of a lack of productivity and focus because I'm not, I'm not shooting for something. I'm not moving towards something. You may feel the exact same way. So think through your goals. Maybe you set some really big and powerful goals at the beginning of the year, but because of all that's gone on with COVID and working from home and all the challenges, maybe because of that, you've gotten off track. It's time to revisit your goals and revisit them every single day. That really helps you to maintain your focus. It reminds you, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is important. Number six, set your high priority activities for your most productive time. Now, I really wanted to say, set your high priority activities for the morning, okay? I really wanted to say that. But I know there's some of you out there that will say that you are most productive in the evening. And you know what? That may be the case, and that may be true. So. Set your high priority items, the things that will, you know, move the needle the most. Set those things for your most productive time. Hey, by this time in your life, you know when you're most productive. For me, it's the morning. The afternoon, I have few calls in the afternoon. I do a little bit of reading in the afternoon, but by the late afternoon, I'm kind of done. I'm spent. I got up at five. I did a lot. I focused. I did all my high high priority productive items in the morning. And by the afternoon, you know, I know I'm not near as productive as I am in the morning. You know when it is for you. Set those high priority activities at that time. Number seven, protect yourself from distractions. Now this is, I'm saying this in a general way. I'm actually gonna give you some more specific things that you can do to do that. But protect yourself from distractions. If you're working at home and you have a spouse at home and maybe you have young children at home, you know, there need to be some boundaries so that you can do the work that is important to yourself, to your family, etc. So, you know what, there are times when, you know, sorry, I, I can't be bothered right now, or I can't be bothered from this time to this time. Set your boundaries so that you protect yourself from distractions. You know, maybe the phone is a constant distraction to you. You're, as soon as the, the phone uh, maybe a, a little notification goes off, you're on social media, or, you know, you're off chasing rabbits, right, out in fields, you know, obviously metaphorically. So whatever it is, you know what 
distractions are the biggest challenges to you, protect yourself from those things. Set boundaries so that you can be the most productive possible. Number eight, number eight, and here's where we get personal sometimes uh, for some. Uh, exercise and either get fit or stay fit. Uh, some of you, I've, I've talked about my morning routine, and my morning routine has had exercise in it for a number of years. And I really struggled with this for a long time because I was always a gym guy. So I would go to the gym, you know, three days a week, four days a week, whatever. I play golf once or twice a week. These are things that are important to me, to my lifestyle. And, uh, and I found myself like, like needing a personal trainer to get me motivated to go. And it was the kind of motivation that's bad motivation for me. And that motivation was like, I couldn't stand him up. And so I was going to the gym because my personal trainer made an appointment with me and I was forcing myself to go to that appointment. And I was like, you know, something is wrong with my routine if I've got to use that kind of like negativity to get me in action. So about three years ago, I made a decision. I'm going to start exercising in the morning. This is when I am like most energized and most productive. And I'm going to do it right like within my morning routine, after I have my prayer meditation, I do my reading, I read a couple of different books, and, uh, and then I'm going to exercise. And I'm not going to, you know, do these hour-long workouts. That's just not who I am. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm ready to go. I'm always antsy. I'm always looking forward to the next thing, if you can't tell, even by my hand movements, right? And so I knew I needed to work out, you know, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, 35 minutes, something like that. So I started doing that. And I started working out literally every day, and I've maintained that for the last three years, except the last two months. As many of you know, I moved from L.A. to St. Augustine during, you know, this whole lockdown. I thought, you know, if I'm going to do the lockdown, I'm going to do it here. We're virtual anyway, so I'm going to be virtual with my team. And uh, in the move, believe it or not, all my weight equipment was stolen. I'm talking about a 1,000 pounds of weights. I'm dumbbells, 30 pound dumbbells, 35s, 40s, 45s, dual dumbbells, all of it stolen. I'm like, when was it stolen? Was it stolen? I mean, I, I'm blown away. I have no idea when it was stolen, but it was stolen. And during the shutdown, it's been next to impossible to buy equipment. So I put an order and it finally came in, but I went two full months without working out. Now I know I could have done push-ups. I know I could have went jogging and all those. I didn't want to, right? So it's a combination. And man, did I get out of my routine. I have, I have felt less energized because of that. Uh, I've gained about seven and a half pounds. That's the truth. In the last two months, seven and a half pounds. And I don't think that's muscle, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, like I'm not working out and I gained seven and a half pounds. Oh, man, I probably gained 10 pounds of fat. Shorts are a little tighter. You know, I, I started working out again. Just this past week, I'm super sore, but my energy levels and my level of focus has already come back. So it's not just getting fit, it's staying fit. It's maintaining that. I would also just throw in there, you know, a little coffee is good. I don't drink a lot of coffee. I drink Bulletproof coffee. I love that. That is a meal replacement for me. That's grass-fed butter, MCT oil. I love it. Uh, I don't eat again usually until one. And I reduce carbs and I reduce sugar. And when I do that and I, and I keep things simple, I am energized, I'm full of energy, I'm focused, I'm productive. This is me. You have to figure out what that means for you. But this has made a massive difference in my life and the life of my 
productivity. Number nine, number nine, say no more often. Say no more often. What does that mean? If you're anything like me, you have lots of people that are pulling at you. Lots of people asking for things. And they're good things. It may be within your company. It may be within your business. Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, can you do this? Hey, you're around the house now. Can you do this, right? I always tell my wife, I'm, look, I'm like, look, look, babe, we are here to help grow the local economy. I'm not going to mow the lawn. I'm not going to rake the leaves. I'm not going to clean the gutters. I'm not going to move furniture, even though I've done that, right? Like, we're going to hire people to do that. <laughs> Now, I really do want to help the local economy, but I also really don't want to do those things personally. So I say no to as much as possible so that I can be more productive. Now, you may love mowing the lawn, and that's totally fine to do. That may be your exercise. I get it. I'm not interested in doing it. I did it when I was a kid. Don't want to do it anymore. Say no more often to things. That, that could be just shiny objects and distractions, but say no more often. Number 10 turn off the TV and media, and yes, even social media. Turn off the TV and media. Does that mean that you never watch it? No, of course not. Uh, you know, you may want to Netflix binge and, uh, it, you know, enjoy, uh, you know, The Mandalorian and see what's going on with Baby Yoda. I love Baby Yoda. Guy's so cute. I get it. But we shouldn't be spending, like the average American, hours a day in front of the television. Horrible, horrible for your mindset, horrible for your emotional health. They are selling fear, right? I mean, that is what makes people click. That's what makes people tune in. Turn it off, shut it off, protect your mindset, protect yourself from distractions. You have a message to get out into the world. You have people to make a difference in their lives, both people in your personal life, like your family, as well as people outside that you have never met. You're gonna finish your book. You're gonna make a difference in the world with your message. You've got to be focused and productive. You can't be all trapped and caught up in the negativity that's going on around you. Turn off the TV, turn off the media, and yes, even social media. Number 11. Work in spurts. Studies have been done by uh, everyone from Harvard and Stanford to productivity apps that you can use on your, on your telephone. And what they found is that about an hour on and 15 minutes off is about the most productive an average person can be. Meaning that if you, you can use an egg timer or kitchen timer, you, you don't have to, I don't, but if you think, okay, I am going to really focus here for an hour and give it my all and then take a break for 15, 20 minutes, like go for a walk around the neighborhood, walk the dog, you know, get some fresh air, get it into the sunlight. That's totally fine. You're going to be more productive by working in spurts than you are by just grinding it out for three, four, five hours. So work in spurts, work 60 minutes on, 15 minutes off, 20 minutes off. By doing that, you're gonna get farther ahead than by simply trying to push through. And then last but not least, number 12, just get started. Just get started in being more productive. Mel Robbins uh, wrote a great book and she's got a, a simple TED talk and she talks about the five second rule. Many of you have heard of it. It's a very simple concept, but basically, and there's a lot of, you know, 
chemistry going on in the brain. And there, there's a lot of like um, kind of foundational truths that make this true. But the five second rule is if you have something that you know you're going to do, it could be, you know, the alarm clock is going off uh, and you don't really want to get out of bed, but you know you need to then just simply start a countdown in your head, five, four, three, two, one, go. And that will motivate you, believe it or not, to get started on that thing, whatever it is, however uh, unpleasant it is at the moment, that will help you to get started. Now, you may have a hundred other tips and tricks that you use to motivate yourself to do something unpleasant. You want to get the big goals accomplished in your life, you need to get started on it. And whatever it is, cleaning up your workspace, getting fit, eating a little bit better, right? Uh, working in focused spurts of 60 minutes, whatever it is, at some point, you got to start. And if you're having trouble starting, then just take a step back and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a countdown. I'm, I'm going to count back from five, like a rocket is lifting off. Five, four, three, two, one, boom. I'm ready to go. Believe it or not, it does fire your brain chemistry. And there's something about that countdown, right? You've already initiated the action. When you initiated the countdown, it will help you to start an unpleasant activity. So you don't need a new plan. Not for next year, not for this year. You need a commitment. And you need a commitment to be more focused and more productive than ever, here are 12 ways that you can achieve that. They're little tips, they're tricks, they're also lifestyle changes, some big, some small. But if you, if you take two or three or four, or all of them, if you wish, they'll help you to be more focused and productive. They'll help you to reach the goals that you want. I wanna see you get your book done. I wanna see you build the, the dream life that you want to make a difference on thousands, tens of thousands, in even millions of people's lives. I would love nothing more than that. I hope this is helpful to you and uh, we'll see you again soon.